0: Again, for what is this episode six? It's yeah. been a while.
1: Empire Strikes.
0: <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I used the we wrong were just one. talking I about
0: Star Wars, one. so we've got Star Wars on the brain right now. See, the
1: funny thing is, is I know just enough about Star Wars to make Noah mad.
0: Yes, and he's really good at knowing how to press my buttons to make me mad because he knows <laughs> beep, that. Beep, I- beep. <laughs> Because he knows I'm really passionate about Star Wars. He is very
1: passionate about Star Wars. I am just
0: as theological with the Bible as I am with my theology Whoa, of Star Wars. So, you little hair tip. Just throwing that out there. I'm not saying that Star Wars is more important. You just said you're just as theological about it. Yeah, I'm it. just saying because there's a lot that happens in the Star Wars universe. Do you
1: know what the word theology means?
0: Study of God. Where do you see God in Star Wars? All over the place. He
1: is the force. <laughs> he is the force. The <laughs> Holy Spirit is the <laughs> ultimate force. Yeah.
0: No, but you know what I'm trying to say. Not I've really. Stu- yeah, you don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say either. <laughs> <laughs> well. What, what what have we been doing? Because it's been a while, as I've already previously mentioned.
1: I'm just trying to think of, like, everything that's happened.
0: A lot has happened.
1: Because I went, I went to the
0: Dominican again. The DR. Mm-hmm, yeah. Over Christmas break. Yeah. I think. That was fun. Did we mention that in the last podcast? Maybe. Or maybe you were going.
1: Maybe that was going. Yeah, it could be.
0: Anyway, because the last podcast we recorded was in December, I believe. It was when yeah. school, sometime around then. We don't really remember. But it was uh, sometime where we just, like, we had different things we were doing.
1: Yeah, Christmas break was crazy because he was working all day, most, most days. Yeah. I worked evenings and had uh, practice and, and lifts and stuff during the day. So like we just never really could figure out a time to get right. together. Yeah. So um, now that we're back in school, it's it's still been difficult because we have all different classes and different schedules and stuff. But right, um, we're starting to find some time here.
0: Though. Yeah. And I think rather than maybe do this as a weekly sort of a thing, it's maybe going to be more of just like a either whenever we can do it or monthly. And then just a
1: collective
0: ah. Oh. Yeah fills the room. I know from our like two people that really listen to us.
1: We have two people listen to?
0: Two? <laughs> Can you believe it? I'm one of them. My mom and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> what you See, say about my mom? You know, that she's really great. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hey, I'm thankful that if our moms listen to it. I know my mom listens to it. Oh, okay. So, that's nice. Yeah. I don't know if my
1: mom does. I know yeah. I subscribed on her phone though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Make it look like we have more followers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what you gotta do when you make a podcast.
1: Anyways, this podcast is sponsored, but not actually, by Red Bull. Cause... Unofficial sponsor. Unofficial, right?
0: Of Red Bull.
1: Red Bull gives you wings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and wildberry Skittles. Why ooh, the wildberry. What's your favorite type of Skittles? Is that, wild is that berry. it? Really?
1: Wal- yeah, Wildberry.
0: Wildberry. <laughs> Wal- a lot of people yeah. a lot of people like the sour ones. They hurt my teeth. I really like the sour ones.
1: They hurt my teeth. Though.
0: I've always been a sour candy guy. Like, I, love I really sour candy. like um what's it called? I like the uh, the trolley like the gummy worms? worms. Yes. Those are like probably one of my favorite candies. The strips are really good too. The strips are very mm-hmm. good. I love like, the strips. I
1: think they're extreme is what they're called? Yes. Extreme strips. Those mm-hmm. are good.
0: Yeah. I love any kind of candy that's sour like that. It's super good. Which I guess is me just embracing my inner like 6 year old. Wow. I We're said never deep. lost it. So
1: <laughs> never not been sick. Never not been sick. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I don't mind sour be- or the wild berry skittles, but my favorite are the sour ones. Like the green. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the green. Package. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the green the green one too cuz I feel like that's the green and the lemon I think are like the most sour in that packet. Is that lemon or is that apple? The yellow one? The green one. Well, the green one would be apple, like green apple. But then the the lemon one in there is lemon, like it's yellow. Are you sure it's not lime? Maybe they redid it, (laughs) because I think it used to be lime, and then it was green apple, and maybe they redid it. I don't know. They Hmm. brought in green apple, because I remember it was green apple for a long time.
1: We're getting really caught up in this. We are really getting caught up. <gasps> Down the rabbit hole. This
0: is a normal conversation that we would have off air. And we just decided to do it on. <laughs> uh yeah, we haven't got off of it yet. Anyway, we left off Jonah chapter. That was two. a
1: seamless transition. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> uh, subway?
0: Sub- subway. Jared? Oh, from Subway? That's a controversial figure. <laughs> What's controversial about it? <laughs> I don't mean, know. You tell it. You you say it.
1: Nah, man. He's nah. framed.
0: Free Jared. <laughs> oh, boy. We just lost all sponsorships that we <laughs> don't have.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we got nothing to lose. Yeah, nothing to lose. Just start letting stuff Free walk. Jared.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, we left off at the end of chapter two of Jonah, which is... Uh, Lord commanding the fish to vomit Jonah onto dry land. So we're starting in chapter three. Sorry, I'm finishing my coffee right now. Wow. Um,
1: starting chapter three, but what all has happened, man? Like,
0: With me personally? Or? Personally, yeah. Oh, personally?
1: Like, what, what has God purged from your life like Jonah was purged from the fish?
0: Wow. We didn't discuss this before. We did not this. is just a question that, that I think you've came... been chewing on for a while.
1: I've been chewing on these Skittles.
0: And out of that was born a question. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a good question for you. But you can't do that. <laughs> I don't. You're the one that brought it up. I like, asked you a question. I don't know. What's been purged from, like, a sin?
1: No, it's just, what's been going on, man?
0: What's been going on? Yeah. I don't know. We had a really good Christmas break. Um, I saw some family, and um, I saw my parents. They came to Springfield, and then I went. We went to uh, Poplar Bluff and saw some family there. And then, uh, what did we do after that? I really just came back and honestly just worked. Been like grinding. I, I was really boring. I got sick a couple times. Ooh. Uh, the anything good? I threw up. Nice. Yeah, which was great. I had the flu. Well, that was after Thanksgiving. I had the flu. the flu, the flu, the thu. I had that dreaded flu, um, and that was after thanks, after Thanksgiving. So in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I had the flu. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe just sickness has been purged from my body. Amen. So so you
1: say you threw up? I did threw you up. happen to throw up any talking asparaguses?
0: I did not, sadly. I would have been really happy had that happened because mm. then I could, you know, make my own veggie tales.
1: Right, right. right. Well, wait, veggie tales of what?
0: <laughs> wait, these not real? Wait, what? The talking asparagus isn't real.
1: Oh, of the book of Jonah? Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, we're in chapter three. You want to go ahead and read the first verse? What is happening?
0: <laughs> I feel like I just joined a new podcast. <laughs> like, I don't know who Josh is anymore. He's just talking nonsense.
1: Uh, I don't know who you are. It's a new me.
0: <laughs> new here, new me. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: Most people say that because they're improving. I am declining. Yeah,
0: he's declining. Entropy is taking place in Josh. Stop using big words, dude. The second law of thermodynamics is taking that place in That was the Josh. old
1: me, dude. Oh, yeah, the stuff in motion stays in motion?
0: No, that's the law of Motion. I don't know what it is. Uh The second law of thermodynamics says that things tend to go in decline, like entropy, which is Mm. what entropy means, like disorder, which is why evolution isn't real.
1: What are you saying about me?
0: That you're declining Mm. as a person.
1: I decline a lot. Physically and mentally. I (laughs) (laughs) decline. Just read. Read verse one. Let's just read the book. (laughs) Before I forget how to do that. (laughs) Before
0: I forget how to read. free Jared. (laughs) (laughs) this is what i'm saying (laughs) declining mentally (laughs) Uh, anyway we're starting in chapter three do you want to just read chapter because we're going to try to finish out the book of jonah today Mm -hmm. so do you want to read chapter three or i'll read chapter three
1: i would read through verse four
0: chapter three Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. That's and flex. Josh is going to be reading from the New King James. The New King James, because he's. The double inspired version. The double inspired. Yeah. That's not true. It is, though. No, it's not. Yeah. In case there's people out there who don't know
1: that we're joking. Yeah, we're that's just. not
0: true. We're joking. Anyway. First one. <laughs> first one. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time get up, go to the great city of Nineveh and preach the message that I tell you. So Jonah got up and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's command. Now Nineveh was an extremely large city, a three-day walk. Jonah set out on the first day of his walk in the city and proclaimed, in 40 days Nineveh will be demolished. So I think that's a good stopping point for right now. Sure.
1: I think that's like there's a natural break, right? Yeah,
0: I would think so. Right there? Yes. Like where it's red? Yeah, because this is Jonah... Getting out of the whale mm-hmm. from being vomited. And then God's saying, okay, here's your second chance. Mm-hmm. He's receiving grace.
1: Grace, given something he does not deserve.
0: Yes. Vis-a-vis right.
1: second chance.
0: Yes. Yes. So you guys, this second chance, God says, all right, I told you to do this the first time. Mm-hmm. Go to Neva now. Reach. Neva. Go God wasn't drunk. He says yeah, go. Yeah, me. I'd had some spiked coffee. Wow. Little yeah.
1: uh, what's that called?
0: Spiked coffee. Irish coffee? Oh yeah. Put a little Irish cream in there.
1: No, Irish cream is an
0: alcoholic. Put coffee. some whiskey in it. That's oh, my wow. best Irish <laughs> accent. <laughs> a little leprechaun. Hey. <laughs> Put a little whiskey in my coffee. <laughs> That's my best leprechaun. Anyway, we're getting real off topic. We are, dude. This is bad. What me. are in those Skittles? berries <laughs> wild berries <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah he goes and I, I we were studying before this and i think it's it's good to see that jonah does take the second chance and he actually goes to Nineveh right that's good mm-hmm. and then when he gets there he preaches which is I feel like it calls back to what we were talking about when he was on the boat, mm-hmm. when he was talking to these sailors. He preaches the bummiest message, like I swear I have like, ever seen. No thought. It's no one pre- No
1: preparation. No. Just...
0: He literally just goes in the town square, right? Because that's what I would assume he probably would have done.
1: Well, it says he's walking.
0: He's walking, and he's like, "Hey, this is his message right here. This is the whole message. It's not going to take long. In forty days, Nineveh will be demolished." I'm not gonna lie,
1: a lot of people go to church. They would kill to hear a message like that. They're beating, it's a one sentence. They are beating everybody to lunch.
0: Yeah, all of them absolutely
1: one sentence sermon. But right. when it comes to people's eternal situation, that's probably
0: not the best no strategy. No. It's I mean really it's the it's a bum like I said, it's the bummiest message I think you could ever it, I think it's half hearted. Mm-hmm. I think it shows you where Joan is at like in his heart, Mm -hmm. like where his heart is. And I think he's still, um, he still has that thought process of, I really don't want to be here. Right. You know, like a one sentence message just screams, I don't want to be here.
1: Well, in in chapter two, he talks about, um, you know, repenting and saying like, you know, even though this isn't something that I want to do, I know it's, what you want me to do, and as he's talking to God, yeah, and you know this—the fish vomits him up and stuff, and and now you see him. In, I mean, it doesn't—it t- it doesn't tell us exactly how long. It says it's about a three-day journey, right? But in my commentary of the text, it says that like that's a phrase that's like used for we don't really know how long. Okay. Um. So we don't really know how long it was, but I mean, it's. It's, it's, not, long, it's not. It's not super long, right? Like amount of time. Yes. From when he repented to now, he's got a opportunity to preach to the people that he previously didn't want to, but repented. Right. He's turned from about here. that. Right. Uh, to this point in the story, like we should see a new Jonah, right? Yeah.
0: But we're not.
1: Right. Within, I mean.
0: Within three days, or three whenever, days, whenever you want to say. Right. Yeah.
1: Within three days, he's like, well, he's back to not caring about
0: yeah. them. Yeah. He's like, well, at all. You know. So, was his heart change genuine? do you think? I don't. I, I mean, it, I, I really don't. Because you could say, well, maybe it was the first day. Like, if we if we say, like, oh, it was an actual three days. Mm-hmm. You could say, oh, well, he actually repented the first day. And then maybe the second day he was okay. But then when he actually got there, he was like, yeah, you know, I don't really think so. He got I slapped with a fish. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, fish nope, slappers. Dang nope. it. Nope. Dang it. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yep. <laughs> No, I don't think that happened. I think he was sincerely like, I think he honestly did this out of fear of what the Lord would do to him if he didn't go. Right. So, yeah. But I don't think it was like a true like, oh, I'm excited because God's given me the opportunity to go and, and share with these people that they can believe in God. Yeah. That he they did, can repent. He
1: didn't see God as a gracious God. He just saw... A powerful being that was like, hey, you're going to do this.
0: You're going to do this or something else is going to happen to you that's worse than being swallowed by a fish.
1: Swallowed by a bigger fish.
0: (laughs) 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 Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he did that in a way where he was just like, I'm not truly repentant, but I'm scared of what God, because he's obviously displayed his power. Mm -hmm. So I'm scared of what is to come. Which, is that, is that unbiblical? To fear God? No, but you have to do it with a heart that is not like Jonah's right here. You have to be a, a heart that is willing, and willing to obey because you love the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think he doesn't necessarily love the Lord in this situation.
1: But can you fear and love the Lord? I think you can
0: at the same time.
1: I think your love is born out of your fear. Of the Lord, okay, yeah. Because um, the Sunday in my small group, uh, we were talking about Solomon, or no, not Solomon, uh, Saul. Saul, and uh, he's the first king of Israel, right? And you remember what started his downfall? He like sacrificed without. Yeah, he Samuel. sacrificed
0: without Samuel, and because uh, it was what God told him not to do.
1: Right, right, and that that's Samuel represented God's presence at the time. Right. So he was sacrificing, he was doing pure actions with no heart of serving the Lord. Right? Mm. Sure. So I think that's the same way with, with Jonah here. That mm. he's like, I'm gonna go do what God told me to do because God told me to, but I'm not gonna enjoy it.
0: Right. He's like not he's doing not serving it, the Lord. He's not
1: doing it in a humble heart of this isn't about me. He's like, well, God told me to do it, and he had a fish come and swallow me. So there's really no way that I'm getting out of this. Right. So I'm going to have to do it, but I'm just not going to enjoy it.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I think that's where we
1: get the heart here from his sermon. Yeah. Of Well, 40 days. 40 days be, you're going to die. Y'all are going to be gone.
0: Right. And I don't know if that's like exactly what God said. It must have been that's what God said. To tell the people of Nineveh, you know what I'm saying? Like, 40, like, I don't necessarily see where God had given that to Jonah to tell them in 40 days that you'll be destroyed. But that must have been what God wanted to say.
1: Well, I would say that that's probably the bottom line of what God wanted. Sure. Like, I don't think Jonah... And neither should pastors today. Pastors shouldn't add to the Word of God. Yeah. But they should help interpret the Word of God. Yeah. You know?
0: So you're saying this is the bare minimum. This is the
1: bare minimum. Yeah.
0: Of what God requires. Of what God
1: to... requires. I was reading yeah. a book um, on preaching, and it was talking about how some preachers believe that, like, preparation squelches the spirit. So, like, writing your sermon ahead of time, mm. like... You know, They're like, well, that adrenaline rush that you get when you're speaking publicly, that's the Holy Spirit. And whenever you are scripted, then the Holy Spirit can't work and speak through you. Okay. Like, well, that's, that's not true. Sure, you can over-prepare yes. and make it your words, sure. But also, if you believe that the Spirit can't work through you as you're writing then I don't see how you can believe the Bible because that's how the Bible was written. (laughs)
0: Right. Or that you can like preach in a way that like lets God speak through you. Right. Right. I think,
1: I mean, there's a gentle balance between preparation and also at the same time giving God the reins while you're speaking to say, well, if you bring something to my mind, then I'm going to speak it. Right. But that's not what Jonah does here. Jonah doesn't prepare. Jonah doesn't say, you know, judgment's coming, this is how you repent, yeah. or anything like that. He's just like, hey, 40, 40 days, you are no more. See y'all. Right.
0: It's crazy, too, because, like, if it really was a literal three-day walk to Nineveh, it's almost like God gave him time to prepare on the walk. That's good. Like, hey, this is going to be your time to think about what I've said to tell them and <laughs> yeah. maybe just phrase it in a way that's like, your own style of saying it, but it's still my words. Right. I think of And that's I what think preaching of, is.
1: I think of God as having a sense of humor. Oh, I be- I really yeah. believe he does. So he's like, hey Jonah, this is gonna be in the Bible, dude. People are gonna be reading this for generations. I would get your thoughts together.
0: Yeah. You've got <laughs> three days to I get would, your thoughts together. I would write something.
1: I would I would think of something while you're walking.
0: But that's just me. I'm perfect. <laughs> right. Like, he's giving him the perfect opportunity to do it. Right. And it's obvious that when he gets there, you can see that he didn't take that opportunity. And
1: he was also in the belly of a whale for a while, too.
0: Right. And I think that was time to get him to realize, like, you need to repent. Right. So, but I mean, like, God's given him time to prepare, and it's obvious that that's not what he does. He also gave him a testimony. Dude, we may not get out of chapter three today. We may not. He gave him a testimony, too, yeah, of repentance. You know what's really cool? Of how to repent. And that's, that's what
1: he was asking the Ninevites to do.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's so That's so good.
1: If you're given somebody, if you're given an opportunity in your life by God, even if it's you perceive it as a crappy opportunity,
0: right. right?
1: It's an opportunity to flip around and help somebody else who's also going through that once you've come through on the other side. Mm. Right? Yes. So I think that's Jonah of running from God. God gets a hold of him sends a moment in his life to be like, hey, you messed up. You need to repent. Yeah. He does. And then he gives him an opportunity to share it with other people.
0: And he gives the, him three days to prepare. The
1: exact way that it happened.
0: Yes. That's so cool. Like, it's God literally being like, yes, this has all worked out the way that I wanted it to mm-hmm. so that you can do this. Even your disobedience can help others. It can be a good testimony. Right. Yes. To and not do that. To not, yes, to learn from this is what we don't do. Right. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't, he just doesn't do it. He doesn't do (laughs) it. He just doesn't do it. But
1: God does it anyway.
0: Right. And that's, that's the cool thing about God. It's like, well, this is what's going to be my plan anyway. So it's going to happen no matter what you do. You you can even just preach a one sentence message. Yeah. And the whole city's still going to get saved. Spoiler alert, that's what ends up happening. You know what's something really cool that I didn't talk to you about earlier? What? But I read in a book that one of the gods that, are you good? You just got Red Bull in your eye? Oh,
1: yeah. Wow. Are you okay? Yeah, it just, it just splashed right in my eyeball. Wow. Is my left eye doing circles right now? <laughs> <laughs> are you good? My eyeball has wings.
0: <laughs> Proceed, sir. Anyway, I was saying that one of the gods that um, the Ninevites served was, you remember the guy that was one of the Philistine gods that was like half man, half fish? Yeah, the fish guy. Dagon. Yeah. So they had like a form of that god. Fish slappers. And you know what? what's said is like when he, kind of, when he came out of the belly of the whale, Jonah, mm. he probably would have been like bleached white, which would have been the color of that fish god. So I think what's cool is that could have been so it gave the impression. Being like, God being like, I can use all of these circumstances to appeal to a way that you would understand what I'm trying to say. Well, and he came
1: out of a fish. Right.
0: That's but what I'm I, saying.
1: I feel like that shows dominance. I feel like that could be like a God of Egypt type dominance, mm-hmm. right?
0: Where he's like, I'm bigger than these gods. Right.
1: Right. I'm bigger than this fish. This yeah. fish followed me. I, I sent the fish to swallow Jonah. And I used the fish to
0: spit him. And again, that's part of Jonah's testimony. That Jonah probably knew all that stuff. Like, he had to have known that stuff. He had
1: been in the stomach
0: of a whale, of a fish. Of a fish. Fish stink. They smell really Dead bad. fish stink. Especially so, the inside of a fish. So
1: a live fish stinks even worse. Yeah. On the inside. Yeah. So he was spit up, and he walked. He didn't take a shower. No. He walked for three days. So this man was rancid right now. Probably smelled like fish. He was pretty rank, right?
0: Yeah. Probably bleached white, right?
1: Toward and and he's he's sent to a city of fish worshippers,
0: right? That's so cool. It is. It's crazy how God that's so cool orchestrates all this.
1: And in, in a time of no like cameras or anything like that, there's no proof. There's but no way you could prove that Jonah was in a whale if right. you're in the
0: city, except he smells like the inside of a whale. Yes, he smells like a fish. Right. There was also I looked on. Um, I'm going to just give a shout out to gotquestions.org cuz honestly they have some really good stuff. <laughs> I'm being legit right now. Okay. I'm being legit. I have you ever been on there before? No. It's actually it's I wouldn't trust everything but it's actually pretty good. I was reading on gotquestions.org though um, that there's they found like a record of some sort of a fish-like man that came to Nineveh. There's some sort of a record that they found that like said that. And it's supposed, supposedly, Jonah, which is kind of cool. Huh. I think. Josh is kind of fact checking me right now.
1: Yeah,
0: I am. Yeah.
1: No, I'm just checking out gotquestions.org. I can you
0: find that one part? Because I, I would love to read I, I'm that. Trying to find it, dude. Uh, uh, a brief uh, intermission right now. Do, 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 do. This is where normally, if we had sponsors, we would talk about an ad. <laughs> I would just ad ad read. Um, ad read. But since we don't have any, because we're not that big of a podcast, it's fine. Yeah. Whose anyway, fault
1: is that? Not ours. Not
0: ours. It's, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> you should listen more.
1: We're putting out the content.
0: No, but, not but really. anyway, that was. We ad can't. Ad fi- ad we can't ad find ad it. Ad. it. No. But um, that was something I read. I, I wish I could. I'll try to go find it sometime, but anyway, it was said it was a it was a record like a record that they found that they dug up in like an archaeological site. That's pretty cool. That was like about like a man that looked or smelled like a fish or whatever, or like he was bleached white or something. Hmm. And it was supposedly Jonah, That's and he cool. he, had, he preached a message or something. Hmm. So I found that to be interesting. I think there is like it's very obvious that there is historical. Historical gap. I think there's. I think there's evidence for this. Yes. But I think that even if there wasn't, it still happened. Yeah. Like it's very clear that this happened. Yeah. We can't just treat this like it's a fairy tale. Because it's not. Because it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't. Anyway. Well, what the what what was the response of the Ninevites? Well, let's read on. Okay. Let's read this. So um, I'm just going to probably read the rest of the chapter. We'll do it. It says, uh, so starting in verse 5, The men of Nineveh believed in God. They proclaimed a fast and dressed in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least. When word reached the king of Nineveh, he got up from his throne, took off his royal robe, put on sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he issued a decree in Nineveh by order of the king and his nobles No man or beast, herd or flock is to taste anything at all. They must not eat or drink water. Furthermore, both man and beast must be covered with sackcloth. Everyone must call out earnestly to God. Each must turn from his evil ways. And from the violence he is doing, who knows? God may turn and relent. He may turn from his burning anger so that we will not perish. Verse 10, Then God saw their actions that they had turned from their evil ways. So God relented from the disaster He had threatened to do to them, and He did not do it. Didn't do it. He didn't do it. No, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> uh, I just think that's so interesting that, like you're saying with the sailors, you know, Jonah preaches this horrible, half-budded message. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He preaches this word, the horrible, horrible message. And God still is going to fulfill His plan for this whole situation. You know, what
1: I think is pretty interesting. Is J- Jonah doesn't even preach the good side of it?
0: He just preaches re- like doomsday.
1: Yeah, he doesn't.
0: He, it's he, not even he, repentance, he really. He doesn't preach repentance. He's just like, you're all going to burn forty days.
1: Yeah. There's this God. He's not happy about it, and you've got
0: no choice other than to burn. Yeah. Have fun. So get ready. Yeah, and then he leaves. Yeah, (laughs) like he's he's done. He's done after that because we learn in verse four that he goes up on a hill and just goes to look at, look over the city. Yeah, chapter four. Yeah, chapter four, and he builds a shelter. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, let him burn, let him burn, Lord." He's getting the popcorn ready. Yeah, he's getting ready for it, but that's not what happens.
1: But what? So explain to me the sackcloth and ashes type stuff.
0: That's like we were talking before. Like that's a Jewish. These are Gentile people. Yeah, that sa- ripping your clothes, putting sackcloth and ashes. Um, that's a Jewish thing. Which that's a Jewish cloth- sign of mourning.
1: Which what sackcloth? It's like potato sack. Yeah, it's like right?
0: potato. Yeah, it's that's like what really we un- would think of today. It's really uncomfortable. It's horrible clothes, clothes that yeah. don't really guard you from anything. Um, you know, you're sitting in ashes. Like it's really, it's a sign. It's a public sign of repentance and mourning. Yes. And, and that's exactly what's happening here. Yes. And he issues that, and it says that not just. And this wasn't uh, Jonah making the decrees. It was the king. It was the king of Nineveh. Yeah. Of really, like, the whole empire, probably. Yeah. It's just like, guys, we can't live in what we've been doing. Which, what was Nineveh the capital of? Was it Assyria? I believe it was Assyria, which probably would have been the Assyrian Empire. Right. And it At, doesn't say that the whole empire got saved. No, it, just it just says no, that no. the city of the entire city, which we learn in chapter four that there were 120,000 people. Yeah, which is especially for an older like biblical times city, that's huge. That's a big city. That's a big city today. That's like the size of how many people does Springfield have? I don't know. Like 180,000. I don't know. That'd be like almost the entire city of Springfield converting to Christianity. Yeah. Which is nuts to think about. But, like, you look at towns and, like, cities back, like, a big town or city back in biblical times would have been, like, 30,000, 40,000 people. What does it say? 169. 169. Yeah, there's 169,000 people that live in Springfield. Mm-hmm. That's, like, almost the entire population.
1: Well, Joplin has 51. So it would be, like, three of Joplins. Like,
0: three of Joplins converting to Christianity, which yeah. is an insane amount of people. Yeah. That's crazy. So like this is a metropolis. This is like this is like Ooh, the New York. Good this word. is like the New York of Biblical times or like the LA of Biblical times. Wow. Tokyo, wherever like a huge city you can think of with hundreds and millions of people that are just awful. Yeah. Well, it's like it's a huge city, so there's going to be some wickedness that happens in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean And it's it's Gentile, <laughs> and so it's it, From the from the
1: way the king's decree sounds, doesn't sound like doesn't sound like they have a whole lot of laws.
0: No, no, you're right. It does. Because
1: verse eight, especially, says, "But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Like, hey, stop doing bad stuff. Hey,
0: don't stop slitting that guy's throat. Yeah, and and repent. Gosh dang it. Gosh dang it. Yeah. But I mean, you look back at like this time frame in um. We've seen like drawings and like things written on walls and things like that of, and tablets of, the things that, the Ninevites and like the Assyrians were capable of doing. They
1: um... oh, they're awful. People. They were
0: awful people. Like if you like, I would encourage the people listening to go look up some of the things that there it's been like found and record like recorded that they've done. Mm-hmm. If you want to look up that, you can, Josh. Um, but anyway, and I think that's originally why no, uh, why Jonah was just like, I don't want to go to these people. Like they're awful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These are au- and they were especially awful to Christian people yeah. or like Jewish people. Oh, I'm sure because they they were. I mean, I think they would capture them and torture them in ways that, um, you just could not even imagine. Um, it was. It is an Assyrian city. We right. It was. We were right. Perfect. Bingo, bango, bango. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I think that's why Jonah was just like, you know, I don't want to go to these people, which, I mean, if you look at that, you can kind of understand, because you're just like, these people aren't worthy of repentance, the things that they've done. Yeah. And I think that shows the the compassion and mercy and grace of God. To yeah. just be like, man, you are so wicked, and you've been wicked to me because you've hurt the Jewish nation. Because remember, God made a covenant with the Jewish nation that said, I will curse those who curse you and bless those who bless you. Right. So, I mean, like, really hurting, attacking the Jewish nation um, would have been an affront against God. And God is like, you know, I know you've done these things, but it's okay. Like, I'm I'm forgiving. I'm compassionate.
1: Well, you said something kind of interesting there, going back to the Abrahamic covenant,
0: right? Yeah. So did God not keep his promise? No, God is keeping his promise. He's not...
1: Cursing those who curse
0: him. He's giving them time to repent.
1: He's not cursing those who curse him. What do you mean? Like you said, Nineveh didn't treat Israel very well at all.
0: Right, so that would have been an affront against God. If you look back at time, though, He does that with all of these nations. He gives them time to repent and turn to Him.
1: Hmm.
0: That's good. Like I mean, sometimes it's hundreds, thousands of years, but eventually, if the if the nation never takes the time to repent and turn to God he will obliterate them because he's not just a loving, compassionate, merciful God. He's also a God of justice. And I think that's forgetful.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Are you reading some of these things?
1: Look at these pictures, Yeah, dude. that's what I'm saying. The oh, pictures, my gosh. The pictures
0: you see are... They're uh, just
1: pulling a beard off a dude's face.
0: And that's a thats a ear. You yeah. see that? He's stretching his ear. Yeah, dude. Look up some of these pictures if you're listening to this. They, they're wilding Because they are... Um, Crazy. Yeah. They impaled people. Impalement, slow and extremely painful death. Oh. Yeah. And it's not like. Ooh. Maybe. Man, maybe, not don't, like maybe don't look these up. Flagging the victim's skin was hung on the city wall. You're just reading this right now. That's not good. I'm just trying to give a picture of how evil these people are. Grinding <laughs> of bones to erase the memory of ancestors. Like these are horrifying—beheading.
1: Yeah, these I are mean,
0: bad dudes. It's not just like we're just gonna kill you. Amputations of limbs, blinding, castrating, and burning people. You read the out. part I told you not to read. Whatever. Gosh dang it! It's not. This is not like we're trying to keep it G-rated. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's PG. Oh, okay, all right. Also, there's a lot worse things in the Bible. I'm gonna be honest. Like what? Like the scripture in uh, Ezekiel that talks about how the guy's genitals were like donkeys. Why are you saying? This? Because it's in the Bible. <laughs> it's not like the Bible is not a G-rated book. I'm gonna be honest. It's 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 a good book, but it's G-rated. It's not G-rated. Oh, it's just good. Yeah, it's all right. It's not perfect. It's okay. It's not like it's authoritative or sufficient or anything. All right, Kenneth Copeland. (laughs) Hair, (laughs) grow. Anyway, but yeah, so wrapping this chapter up, it's important to remember that I think God uses Jonah's horrible message. Yeah, it's not the message. It's not the message. It's It's not the messenger. Yeah, it's definitely not the messenger. Um. So
1: if we do somehow get, you know, pastors listening to this, right, you know, sorry, buddy, it ain't
0: you. It's not you. If it is about you, there's a problem. Right. If it's a good sermon, it's not you. Yeah. And I think you know that, but just in case you right. don't. But don't let that get to your head. Right. Right. Because that's horrible. But anyway, um, so yeah, the entire city repents, 120,000 people, which is a ton of people. It's it becomes decreed by the king, which mm-hmm. be, which is law at that point, right?
1: Yeah. Which how many times in history do you see that? I see that happening. Um, that that they're like you're a Christian, like everybody in this kingdom will be Christian. And that, how many times does it work out? Right. I was going
0: to say it doesn't necessarily work because you you look back at, um, in like the third century, I want to say it was yeah. Constantine, mm-hmm. and Constantine basically was like. You know, everybody in the like Christianity is not just legal; it is like the religion of
1: it's the state religion of the
0: of the empire, mm-hmm. and um, that's how we get things like the church in the early centuries. <coughs> Catholic, church. yeah, was the Catholic Church right, mm-hmm. and that becomes very uh, distorted and Roman Catholic. That's where it comes yes. from. Yeah. Right. And that it's it becomes very distorted and uh, it's not the actual word of God and and people Because
1: conversion conversion has to look like exactly like it does in these chapters of knowing you did something wrong, right. repenting and coming to a place that you want to serve God and do his will above your own.
0: Right. And I think that's the difference between like the 3rd century and this time because in the 3rd century it became law so then, everyone was like, "Well, of course I'm a Christian because if I'm not, they're going to kill me." Yeah. And here it's like conversion can't be forced. Right, and here it's it's the same sort of thing, but God is the one that is convicting the hearts. Right, and so it's a true conversion. It's well, true everybody repentance.
1: came to that point of realizing that they did wrong.
0: Right. Yes, and I think it's because solely because God worked through the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is why in the third century it doesn't work, and that's why you get a distortion of what Christianity actually is. You
1: get the, you get the, oh, what were those called? Not the escapades,
0: crusades. Crusades. Yes, that's yeah. why we see all that <laughs> escapades. escapades. Uh, no, but that's why, yeah, that is. I yeah, mean, and of, then,
1: of lost people acting under the Christian religion, quote unquote. Right. Which is, and doing terrible things because they're not actually believers. Right. They they're, don't. Yes. They're just claiming to be because they'll be the state punished religion. if they're
0: not. Right, and then that you get later on into you know with the Catholic Church and everything, and that the church becomes kind of the puppet for government, and it gets yeah. it's really I'm, crazy. I'm right. That's I'm right, off topic. I'm writing a paper about that. It's good history stuff. It's really interesting stuff. It's, to interesting. Look at. it's um, interesting. That's really off topic, but anyway, off top, shorty tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, wrapping up chapter three, do you want to move into chapter four? Do you think we I should? I think we should save it. We should cause save Because we're already it. at 40 minutes. That's true. And we've been
1: trying to trim it, so.
0: That's true. Yeah. I think this has been good, though. I think it's been we've good. been a very fruitful podcast. Ooh, fruits. Fruits. Like wild berry. Wild berry. Right.
1: And just yeah. like, just like, you know, Jonah. Mm-hmm. I, oh, this ties perfectly into 1 Samuel, right? Talking about how good fruit can't come from a rotten tree.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: So, I mean, I think this is a perfect example yeah. of, like, a good message or a message that's, like, honoring to God mm-hmm. can't take place unless God is there. Yeah. And literally, Jonah is only there because God's like, you know what, I'm not happy with you, but you're the best option right now. Right.
0: You're the best I got.
1: Yeah. You're the best I got. You're the best I got. <laughs> which, is, which speaks for the... the the place that Israel's at right
0: now. Yes. If Jonah's the best prophet they got. Right. And he's doing all this crap. <laughs> like, you know, it's crazy. Jonah's quite literally the worst. He's the worst, man. He really is. And I'm interested, and maybe that's a, a topic for discussion in the next podcast that we do, but I'm very interested to see your thoughts on if there was a continuation of what like what happens after Jonah. Like, after at the end of chapter 4... Because we obviously don't get to see how Jonah responds to God. Yeah. Which is kind of the same thing with Job, too. Job. That's another good one. How, like, Job, God is speaking to Job at the end of it. It's taking Job. us this
1: long to get through four chapters, and yeah. you're saying we should go well, through The Job. next one is Job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: a five-year podcast. All 42 chapters.
1: It's a five-year podcast.
0: Yeah, that's a long time. Anyway, it was good, though, and yeah. we'll save everything else for the, the next podcast. So, Amen, brother. Amen. Well,
1: hey, hap, haps and craps. Haps
0: and craps. What's... what's Haps for you.
1: You know what? We had our season opener this week, which means it's our first game. Baseball yeah. team, and you
0: crushed it. We won. You crushed it.
1: Yeah. First time oh. we've ever started one and zero. It's our second season. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, hey, setting set school records already. You that's know what good. I'm saying? And I Anyways. heard you did very well pitching.
1: I, I did all right. Yeah,
0: thank you. That's good.
1: Thank you. Played some guys that we played last year that kind of Kind of doo on us, and yeah. we kind of returned the favor yeah, this you, year. You so. doo dooed on them. Yeah, so we that did. That was good. All so, right, yeah. So that's the hap. Crap. I threw 80 pitches.
0: Oh. Like two days so ago. So your arm is. My arm, my body just hurts. <laughs> body just hurts. Most of the time. Yeah. So. so you need to rest up a little
1: bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. How about you, my friend?
0: Haps. Um, I honestly think the break was just really good. I've yeah. been really It's been really good. Needed it? Uh, I did need it. It was a good time. I think I get very, I'm a person that gets very um, caught up in things that are. In the present. Ooh. And so it's very good for me to take some time to personally just be studying my Bible mm. and focus on things that are more important. And just be. Yes. Yeah. Let, you know, I just have to let go and let God. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Put it on a coffee <laughs> mug, dog. Golly. <laughs> No, I hate that sign. Um, let go so and let God. I'm just kidding. But anyway, like I, I get so caught up with work and I get so caught up with school and things like that uh, that are going on in my life and it takes me away from the important things that matter and I'm pointing in my Bible, by the way, um, but it takes me away from that and I because I get caught up in everything else. So right. it's been good to like, I've actually started getting on my knees and praying. Mm, that's good. Which normally I don't do. I hadn't done that in the past. Normally I would just kind of like sit there and bow my head if if I would pray. If I, I'm just being honest. Sometimes mm. I just wouldn't. Sure. Um, ever since I've started praying, I've noticed my life has been significantly different. And I mean like actually praying. Like I get by myself on my knees, bow my head, close my eyes, like praying for like 10 to 15 minutes. And wow. my life is drastically different. Wow. So. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah. That I mean, would be the hat for me.
1: You I know, think. I was I just off top. Off topic. Yeah. I was I was listening to I've read it before, but I was listening to Screwtape Letters just because oh, yes. I wanted to at work. Great, Fantastic. Great book. But, you know, one of the letters it talks about, you know, prayer. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a, like the humans, if you know the the theme of Screwtape Letters is one demon writing another demon. And so they're like, you know, these stupid humans think that <laughs> their their words of their prayer don't matter, right. but it's just the fact that they're talking to God, Yeah. or the enemy, as yeah. he's called in that book, um, does enough. And they also believe that their posture has nothing to do with it, mm. which leads me to think
0: of, you know, praying on your knees and right. stuff. And that's okay. another thing, like Pastor Eddie talks about that all the time. And I love that when he does, like, pray in the congregation, he gets on his knees.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't do it, you
0: he know. He doesn't do it as a showy thing. No. I think he's doing that seriously to, like, lead the people. He does it after he starts, and he's up right as he ends. So, yeah. like, if you're. You really don't even see it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unless you, like, have peeked. Unless you're just. Unless you're around. just looking around while everybody's praying.
1: Everybody, yeah. Every eye closed. Because, uh, like, let's be every honest, head head everybody's
0: done that before. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being <laughs> honest with you. I do it all the time. Um, but yeah, like I love that he does that and it's honestly, it really has encouraged me to start doing it. And I'm not great with, I'm not trying to say I've done this every single day since the start of the new year or whatever, but, um, it's been something that like I've been feeling convicted about that right. I just haven't been praying enough. And I think once I actually truly started praying and getting my heart right with God, because that's really where all the root issues are for sure. me, is in the heart. So that's well, not um, just
1: you, buddy. That's everybody. Yeah, it's everybody. You're not special. And
0: that's kind of what God is showing through Jonah, too, I think. Like, it's showing the heart issue of everything. It's showing the heart of God. I think it's showing the heart of Jonah. And it's a great way to learn. But anyway, that's the hat for me. Um, the crap for me, honestly, it's just that we haven't done this in a while. No, no, I missed like, it. Like, it's, it's been really good. I've missed it a lot. So, I'm glad to be back. Amen. Doing it. Me too. Trying man. not to tear up. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could hear that. I <laughs> just picked up a knife. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Deeply Rooted Podcast, Episode 6. I think, yeah, I think We're going Yeah. Wrap it up. All right. Um, See you later. See you later. lasagna.